Hey world, how's it going? Nous sommes de retour pour la troisième semaine de mon compte Rupert 52-50. That means we are 47 weeks away from my 50th anniversary. And today, je vais révéler what my week 3 obsession is going to be. But first, welcome back to 50-50, to where each week I'm committed to making a long-standing dream a reality by my 50th birthday. And I'm using this time to reinvent myself for the second half of my life. If you tuned in last week, you know that I spent the whole week obsessing over learning to play the ukulele. And I had a blast. I've shared more about it on my Instagram and Facebook pages. And I uploaded my progress on my new YouTube channel. I've received so much encouragement and will wholeheartedly be continuing to play. Oh, and I've been gifted my stage name, but you'll have to watch my YouTube video to hear what it is. So, for week three, drum roll please. I'm sure you've guessed it. I'm learning French. Parlez-vous français? When I was a little girl, I would fantasize about speaking French so I could impress my friends. Hey, my mom even gave each of her three daughters French names. The E in my name stands for Eugenie. I grew up with a mother who speaks Dutch fluently. And when her family moved to America in the 60s, she and her siblings decided that their children would only speak English. As young girls, my sisters and I would pretend that we could understand everything my mom, grandparents, aunts, and uncles were saying to each other at our family reunions. We even made up our own Dutch-sounding language and confidently spoke it to each other in front of strangers whenever we were out and about. And when someone asked us what language we were speaking, we'd either answer them back in our made-up language or say, oh, it's the language our family speaks, but we don't know what it's called. Fast forward to junior high school, and it was time to pick a language, and I chose French. I rocked it for two years, and unfortunately in my third year, I had a horrendous experience with my high school French teacher who told my mother that she believed that I had chosen the wrong language to learn. She literally mocked my voice and pronunciation and expressed how irritated she was about having to excuse me early from class to participate in team sports. I was crushed. I finished the year as best I could and never took a language again. So here I am, 49 years old, and who says we don't get second chances? Do you know the comedian Gad Elmaleh? In his Netflix show, American Dream, he admits he's performing in America and memorized his whole show in English and has no idea what he's saying. And that every time he asks an American if they know some French, they all say, Oh, I took two years of French in high school. But I forgot it all. Well, that's me. For the open of this episode, I asked my French-speaking friends to record my open in French, then I memorized it. But no more pretending. I'm going for it. And today, my French-speaking fantasy is much different than when I was a little girl. In fact, imagine this. I'm on holiday in Paris. I wake up just as the sun begins to lazily rise and pierce my sheer curtains. I look out of the window of my room over the seductive skyline, and I enjoy the beautiful view as a gentle warmth caresses my face. 
I close my eyes for a few short minutes and I think about all the romantic things one can do in Paris, the city of love. As I make my way downstairs, I greet everyone I see with a bonjour and a smile. Starting off my day in true Parisian style and elegance, I stroll the historic Rue de Rivoli. And because I adore beginning my mornings on a sweet note, I stop at Angelina's for their famous French delicacy, chocolat. It's utterly heaven. As I continue on, I pass the Louvre where tourist lines are already forming. I cross the Seine and browse the Bouganiste stalls. As the familiar sound of church bells chime, I am pleased to know that I still have 15 minutes before I have to meet with my French tutor. I step inside Shakespeare and Company and browse for a few minutes more. I hear the church bells ring once again and step outside. Across the river, Notre Dame stares back at me, and I can feel the presence of eyes curiously studying my features. I glance to my right, and there, on the patio, seated alone, is Michel, my French tutor. He looks exactly like his photo, only in person he has a je ne sais quoi. Our eyes eagerly meet in mutual recognition. He stands, strikingly tall, his impossible blue eyes studying every gesture as I approach. The waiter steps out and interrupts before we can speak. Standing close, I feel Michel place his hand warmly on the small of my back. Relying on his French, I smile as the two men converse. I can feel a spark of mischievousness come to life within me as I watch Michel parler français. Hey, I'm single, and I already checked his finger for a ring. The words merci, au revoir bring me back into the present moment, and I hear myself repeat them as the waiter disappears. Michel leans in and kisses my- Wait, I've already forgotten what I'm supposed to be talking about in this episode. Oh yes, French. Hey world, I'm teaching myself French. But oh how a Michel would keep me motivated. And good news, Dr. Lisa Frumks, Senior Director for Language Learning at Rosetta Stone, says- at midlife, we adults have an edge over children in learning new languages because we understand the structure of language and have linguistic capacities that speed language acquisition. She also reports the more languages we learn, the easier it is to learn more. Proving once again, there's nothing holding us back. Furthermore, learning a new language is great for the brain. It actually develops new neural pathways and those pathways get stronger with repetition until the behavior is the new normal. Listen, at midlife, many of us are at a transition period where areas of our lives are reaching their peak. We've invested 25 plus years in our careers, nurturing our families, strategizing our financial responsibilities, and the list goes on. So, assessing our future is an existential necessity. It's our best and last chance to become the real you. And because life expectancy is increasing, I'm looking at the assets and abilities I've built up over the past 40 to 50 years to see how I can reconfigure these in a way that will be more appropriate for my needs today. I hope that everything I'm sharing with you is motivating you to do the same. Let's move our minds from on your mark to get set. Ready? Want more? 
Click the link in the episode description to follow 50 to 50 on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and now YouTube. Tune in next week to find out what I'll be obsessing over in week four. And please subscribe to 50 to 50 and don't forget to leave a review. Merci. Au revoir.